Welcome back to Night Kids After Dark. Oh, uh, I'm your host, Yano Nick, uh, and followed by BTG. What is up, brother? <laughs> what is happening? I definitely felt like I was, man, I was ready. Only two people today. <laughs> Rainbow said, where is everyone else? So, you know, I decided that me and the benevolent Yano Nick, we don't get enough time to spend together on the podcast just one-on-one no i'm just kidding people had shit to do uh but no you guys always got me and you know to hold hold down the fort when people got stuff to do and it's all good, it's good it is it's going to be a good, a good always always and thank you for joining rainbow i'm glad you're here welcome um you know, you know what's funny? I, I wanted to do the intro right. I wanted to come in with high energy, and I don't know why it always takes me down uh, two two steps when I, I, I mess up the beginning, and it should just be like push through. So I fix uh, some stuff, but it's okay. I, guess. <laughs> I didn't realize I didn't do it right. Um, you know what's you know what's wild? Uh, what's that? We had a lot of news come through, and it's funny. BTG actually said on Monday, you know, we just came over the weekend. Weekends are like that. It's usually slow on Mondays. And I'm just like, you know what? You're right. It is slow on Mondays. You know what? Let me pay attention to what's going on in I'm the news. telling you, man. I just I follow the gaming news, and that's how it be, man. It's so much stuff going on right now. So oh, much. Man. Um, well, there, y'all get to watch me fix stuff live. Watch it fix itself. There you go. Wow. That actually looks really clean. So for everyone who is listening, BTG has an amazing setup. And if you want to check out the stream and see the video, all you have to do is go to iTunes or... Wait, does iTunes do video? No, actually. So if you want to see the VOD of the podcast, that is on Anchor slash Spotify or whatever. I uh, was uploading to YouTube. I gave up on uploading to YouTube because that's a lot of work. Uh, I think, I feel like if you guys want to see us live, go check out Anchor. Or if you want to see us live, it's here on Twitch. But if you want to see the VODs, check us out on Spotify or Anchor. All the other podcast services also have the audio. So just search the Night Kids After Dark. Four words, that's all it is. Bahala or however you spell it. What is that? <laughs> what is Bahala? Are we talking about Assassin's Creed? What's happening? <laughs> if they want to uh, see live, come and join us. That, exactly. They need to come join us. It's all good. Fun fact. I just did a, uh, you know, over the weekend, I, I looked to see, you know, where our podcast is and, and how's it going. And I like to see reviews, how, how people feel about the, the podcast. And I found that this podcast is on several different platforms. Did you know that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That- I put the feed for them to go everywhere. Wow. The only problem is I only follow the analytics for like Apple Podcasts and Anchor because trying to follow the analytics for everybody is crazy. But we have a pretty, our audience is like everywhere, all over the world. It's crazy. I'm like, man, you guys really want to hear us and watch us? You must not have nothing better to do. That's why I, I I look at all the different stories around the globe because um for example this is not I don't think is one of the stories but um next month is the Pokemon uh museum it's coming back it was held last year 
and they're do bringing it back this year. It's an interactive museum. And actually, uh, I was thinking, wait, there's an interactive Pokemon museum. Exactly. And it looks so cool. I didn't, do, I didn't share the story because I didn't think, you know, uh, maybe, but then I said, you know what? I could post it on the Twitter and on the Instagram. That way people could at least find it. I posted the link in, uh, in chat so that you guys can have access to it. Um, but overall, the point I'm trying to make here is, is that for our listeners in Japan or anyone who visits Japan in the month of July, you get a chance to go to see this interactive Pokemon museum and it only costs $8 for adults. That's a big deal. So, you know, check it out. Doll hairs. That's it. <laughs> Eight doll hairs. <laughs> Dude, did you say doll hairs? Doll hairs. <laughs> it doesn't matter what doll you get them from. Just ate them. <laughs> well, um today's stories actually include um street fighter breaks records for evo 2023 riot games big fight unveil unveil <laughs> and pokemon devs lays offs um and more because this is night kids after dark podcast where gamers discuss gamer things every monday and thursday at 8 p.m eastern time right here on twitch forward slash team night kids um if 8 30 but eight is close <laughs> enough if you want to come early it's fine <laughs> if, if you don't want to watch live you can watch later on well you know you could just watch later on anchor or spotify that's that's where the vibes are or even on twitch you can watch later on twitch as well Sure can actually. And fun fact for those of you who are interested in trying to watch the the videos on Twitch later, Twitch doesn't hold the videos for longer than I think a week or two. Two weeks. Two weeks, and then they delete the video. So you have about two weeks, at least till the end of the week, to to check out the video before they fade away. And then you have to watch it on Anchor or on Spotify. <laughs> um, also, don't forget to remember. Uh, remember if you. Do if you would like to watch the show ad free, don't forget to hit that sub button. It helps not only the podcast, but it also uh helps support the channel. Yeah, this is it's not a charity, y'all. It's not a charity. <laughs> uh do you have any housekeeping? Oh, housekeeping. I will be uh the same housekeeping as last time. Uh July 15th that week, I will be gone. So yeah. That that sounded like a sound effect. Crazy. <laughs> I like uh, that sound. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Uh, but uh, yeah, fifteenth July fifteenth. That whole week won't be there. Um, I need to look up Awesome Con. Not Awesome Con. T Con. Oh, Blurge Con. Yeah, because I know we might be doing the event again. That was last year. The T Con thing where mm -hmm. we paired up with uh. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm forgetting the other podcast's name. But we were teaming oh. up with them to do the live podcast. Right, and that didn't transpire the way that it was, and we were going to link up with them this year. Yep, so let's see if we can get it together this year. T-Con. <laughs> Lily says, hey, Lily, uh, we showed up late. We had a fantastic time, though. So don't forget to check out T-Con. Um, T-Con is actually... 
Tcon is. Sorry for the delay, y'all. July. Wait, what? Did we pass? Uh, did we miss it? The kid, is that this year? Uh oh, if it's this year, we might not be there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think it is. It says July twenty first and twenty second. God dog. Oh. I mean, if y'all go, y'all go. I can't be there. I won't be in the country. Oh. Well, you might see a possible uh, Lily, maybe uh, Yanonik, and possibly a Rainbow there. Um, but we'll we'll see, and possibly even Nacho Bacon. But we'll we'll, we'll discuss more. But yeah. for the most part, I will be at BlurCon, which is July seventh through the ninth. Uh, that's coming up very soon. Um, my goal is to at least be there and interviewing you guys, um, our listeners and viewers, as well as cosplayers and contestants in the tournament. Uh, Shinku, did uh, we get who, multiple passes for BlurCon or no? Not for BlurCon. I got passes for AwesomeCon, but not for BlurCon yet. Actually, I have to talk to them again to see about that. I ain't paying okay, for cool. another trip. <laughs> That's what you think, Lily. It's like, no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, fun fact, we did have guest star uh, Shinku 101 here on Monday. and That was a fun episode. That was fantastic. So we're going to have more guests here on the stream, but uh, he will be participating in the tournament for Street Fighter VI at BlurCon this uh, next weekend, actually. Is that next weekend? Yeah, I think he said he was going to be uh, taking place. He was going to do BlurCon and the T-Con tournament. Oh, wow, both. Okay, that's yeah. really cool. I see him winning both, but, um, you know, I don't want to hold my breath. I don't need Look, it's a lot of good players. and It's a lot of good players. There are a lot of good players in this area, for sure. Mm-hmm. I like coaching, um, though. I like coaching. It was, you know, the being as an interview was fun because I had players I'd never met before. Like, I guess they were hearing me talk and they were like, hey, what do, what do you think I did wrong? I'm like, bro, I'm not even in the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, but I guess they valued my opinion. I feel like maybe, I feel like maybe Shinku told that story. Like, man, BTG gave me some advice and I want a local. Wow. <laughs> That's a big deal, though. Like, bro, don't, don't hype me up. <laughs> Unless people gonna pay me, get a career in coaching, right? Um. <laughs> uh, well, if that's uh, if for housekeeping, um, it's time for news. Today we have ten topics, ten stories to be exact. And dun, 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 dun. <laughs> where's that sound before? <laughs> I don't know. Um. When it's... <laughs> uh, today's first story is Street Fighter Six breaks franchise. And all-time Evo records for 2023. Let's see. Okay, this comes from Destructoid. Eric Van Allen. A lot of people will be street fighting. The latest street fighter has been out for just shy of a month now, and it sure seems like it's caught on. Current number of Evo registrants seems to back up this popularity, too. As a tournament organizer confirmed, Street Fighter Six is breaking both franchise and all-time Evo player count records. That is... A huge deal. And you know what? Uh, Shinku actually brought this up uh, on the last episode where he's talking about, I wonder, is this the tournament that has the like $2 million prize or something? I uh, think so. Shared on social media, the Evolution Championship Series says Street Fighter Six has officially broken both a franchise and all-time Evo record for competitors. 
Uh, Evo doesn't share how many players that is, but if we're judging the previous record count of Street Fighter V at Evo 2016, that's over 5,000 registrants. Uh, Signups for Evo 2023 are still live for a little less than two weeks. Uh, Evo 2023 is set to run August 4th through 6th in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, back in the saddle again. I have to admit, it's nice to see Street Fighter thriving like this. Sure, Street Fighter. Oh, this is his own personal stuff. But uh, no, yeah, this is a big deal. Like It's a big deal. I feel like Evo is probably the biggest tournament right now for uh, the fighting game community. Mm-hmm. What is the prize? That's what I want to know. How much money is in here? Evo 2023 prizes gonna be like two burritos. You know, Shinku blew my mind when he told me that some sponsorships uh actually require that you give them your prize money. That that blew my mind. I not every sponsorship is like that, but wasn't that's... Wayne on the Street Fighter commercial? Wayne who? Lil Wayne? Yeah, he was. He was a um, you know, the the main person on it. Oh really? No, I I can believe that because he is a Street Fighter fan, for sure. Yeah. And uh, Lupe Fiasco. Lupe Fiasco is a huge Street Fighter player. Remember that he he would enter in tournaments. Actually. Yeah, he is a huge Street Fighter player. Yeah, I support uh you know everybody playing games. I don't care who you are. If you enjoy playing video games, I'll at least sit down and play with you. Okay, so it says the. Minimum prize pool is twenty five thousand. That doesn't tell me what the maximum. <laughs> they ain't doing the heavy lift. Well, usually they pay for your entrance fee. They pay for your hotel fee, and sometimes they'll even pay your for your uh travel fees, the their flight or or whatever to get there. Um, not all sponsors are like that, but for the most part most of them are though to be honest that's what i want to get to i want to get to be able to do that for people that want to you know be in tournaments mm -hmm. eventually we do have a lot of members who participate in tournaments or that are competitors however as of not as of yet we are able to support them in that area so we're still working and discussing and figure out ways to make that happen yeah locals i can do evo maybe if you're good <laughs> If I believe in you, then maybe we'll talk. Comet. Maybe we'll talk huge Evo. Yeah, but Comet, you know what I mean? He yeah. sponsors himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the big the, the the prize total is. prize is. Yeah. But no, that's cool. They're going to have Street Fighter 6, Guilty Gear Strive, Mortal Kombat 11, Ultimate, Tekken 7, King of Fighters 15, Melty, Melty Blood Type Lumina, Dragon Ball Fighters, Ultimate. Marvel versus Capcom three, and this is presented rules. presented by Chipotle. Presented by Chipotle. Chipotle. <laughs> oh, you're basically paying for your own stuff at that point. Capcom Cup is the one with the oh, oh. Capcom Cup. Oh, thank you, Jay that Leo. Yeah, thank you for that. That's what. Yeah. Oh, that's like yeah. Okay, that makes sense. The Capcom Pro Tour, right? Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Cap actually, let me pull this up for y'all. Capcom Pro Tour. Oh, overall prize pool is 2 million. Capcom Cup X is first place is 1 million. Second place is 300,000. Third place is 200,000. Fourth place is 100,000. Fifth place is 10,000. Seventh place, 7,000. Ninth, 5,000. Thirteenth, 4,000. 
Competing in Capcom Cup X is $2,000. To compete just, in it? Just get it because you got in Capcom Cup X? Oh, because it is an invitational, right? What? That's I think dope. it is an invitation. It, invitational. That's cool. That is really cool. But speaking of fighting games, Riot Game unveils big multiplayer, multi-game soul fighter summer event. <laughs> Lily said, well, let me just show up. <laughs> right? <laughs> let me just be there. Oh, wait. Okay. So you said Riot Games unveils big multi-game soul fighter summer event? And I haven't seen the trailer for this, so we're all about to have our stuff. I don't know what soul fighter is, but yeah, let's check it out. League of Legends, Samira Vigo. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait. What? New metagame earn exclusive rewards. Legends of Runeterra? Oh, wait a minute. This is a fighter? Bruh. Team Fight Tactics. So you're getting characters from TFT, Runeterra, Wild Rift. This is crazy looking. Like it looks like League, but it's not. <laughs> so what, Soul, can you describe what you saw? Soul Fighter. So like, it looks like, okay. Okay, so it looks like League of Legends, like you're fighting League of Legends, but it's in an arena that's it looks like the league of legends map but it's closed off it's like a circular area that's closed off i see that their health bars look like league of legend health bars but i don't know the moves don't look i gotta go back hold on put this on mute <laughs> gotta get a double take it <laughs> looks crazy it looks dope though like it's not it actual like project l fighting game hmm But it's not the actual Project L fighting game. The one that so, they're working on. So they're working on another one? Yeah, there's a fighting, a free-to-play fighting game coming out soon by uh, 2D Fighter, I believe it is, by uh, Riot Games. Soul Fighter looks fun. Is this free? Most Riot games are free. I can't okay. think of a Riot game that costs. So it's, this comes out July 20th. All right, oh, it says doesn't say whether it's free. Welcome to the world of Soul Fighter, where powered-up champions, intense rivalries, and over-the-top combos, and new game modes come to clash. That's all I got. Oh, it's another game mode within League. Oh, this is a mode in League. What's modin? No, a mode. Like a mode. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so why is... So it's a mode in League, but there's characters from everything? I mean, I guess... Cool. Wow, Yano. <laughs> so let me read this. The tournament begins Soul Fighter 23. Soul Fighter is a six-week event taking over the world of Runeterra. 
with new game modes, skin champions, and more coming to League of Legends. Wild Rift, Team Fight Tactics, and Legends of Runeterra. Oh, so this is going across all the games. Our tribute to the fighting game genre, genre takes inspiration from deep emotional resonance and unique character moments from fighting games and anime tournament art. The event begins globally Thursday, July 20th and runs through Monday, August 28th. Soul Fighter takes place in a colorful and diverse world where competitors fight to prove themselves through combat on the world's biggest stage, the Tournament of Souls. Competition hosted by the Mysterious God's Eyes where fighters with extraordinary abilities battle it out until there is only one standing. Here's what's happening across all our games during Soul Fighter. Uh, so in League of Legends, you'll get a new game mode called Arena. A uh, champion launch of Nefiri the Hound of 100 Bites. You'll get a bunch of skins. The Soul Fighter 2023 Pass. In-client metagame experience Tournament of Souls. This is a League of Legends exclusive. Uh, from July 20th to 28th, they'll contribute 20% of the proceeds from Soul Fighter Samira to Soul Fighter Event Pass and all related bundle sales in League of Legends to the Riot Games Social Impact Fund, a donor-advised fund account sponsored by Impact Assets. Here's everything that will benefit the fund from Soul Fighter Event. Uh, no, I don't need to know that. So, okay, so in the new... Oh, let me pull this up because it looks interesting. Ooh. So in the new... Oh. In the new arena game mode, four teams of two players each fight one another in rotating combat rounds. After each round of combat, they will power up with unique augments until only one team is left standing. Combat takes place on four different battlefields which vary in size, terrain, density, and themes. Champions from Soul Fighter Universe will make occasional cameo appearances in matches. Sometimes they'll help, sometimes not so much. Tournament of Souls is a style rating focused com combo battle that takes place in the client. As Samira, you will gain reputation by playing games. Oh, yeah, this, this is cool. It's like a bunch of mini games. And then in Team Fight Tactics, they get a new game mode, which is Tacticians, Chibi Champions, and Mythic Arena and Event Pass to Team Fight Tactics. So each game is going to have their own different mode for this Soul Fighters tournament. Oh, that's cool. Just looks cool. It does look cool. Wild Rift has their own. They're gonna have tag duel. Go ahead. Now I know Rainbow Kisses really enjoys the music from League of Legends. Um, I'm curious if they're going to have a new updated soundtrack, uh, specifically for these this game mode coming out. Too. So, oh, this is the mode that looked most interesting to me. The tag duel is a new game mode that pits players against each other in a one on one combat. Each player will select three champions before entering combat and can seamlessly swap between them so long as they are off cooldown. In this mode, you can take the combos into your own hands instead of needing your teammates to finish off the play. The first player to reach four kills will emerge victorious. So this is where it still looks like League, but it's a one-on-one -on -one combat. I like that. This looks dope. I think it's going to be cool. Makes me want to reinstall the game, so we'll see. Never took it off. I just don't play it. <laughs> I might just play it for this. Okay, cool. It's pretty I like cool what stuff. I'm seeing, League. Y'all is doing some crazy shit. Well, you know what's crazy? The events going on over at Pokemon Go. The devs of Pokemon Go lays off 230 employees. Cancels, cancels upcoming Marvel game. What? I didn't even know they were working on one. Did you know? Yes, I did. I, they didn't say what it was, but this sucks that, okay, this comes from 
Kenneth Shepard and Ethan Gatch from Kotaku. Uh, so yeah, okay. Niantic is sh shuttering, shuttering its Los Angeles studio and is moving away from in-house game development. As such, the Pokemon Go studio is laying off 230 employees, shuttering NBA All World, and canceling its upcoming Marvel World of Heroes. NBA All World is a dumb game, but whatever. <laughs> uh, and it's canceling its upcoming Marvel World of Heroes. An internal email sent to employees today and acquired by Kotaku company founder John Hank explained that this decision came because the studio's expenses grew faster than revenue. Hank's email says while the studio saw revenue surges during the COVID-19 pandemic, as years have gone on, it's seen a decline in revenue. Alongside this, he also says the AR game market has become much more crowded since Pokemon Go launched in 2016. Telling you, AR. <laughs> Alongside the growing market, yep. Hank cites a broader lack of long-term engagement for its multiple projects, meaning it hasn't been meeting internal goals. We also bear responsibility for our own performance, Hank's email said. Today's highly competitive mobile gaming market requires dazzling quality and innovation. It also requires strong monetization and a social core, which can drive viral growth and long-term engagement. Teams need platforms, tools that are force multipliers enabling them to build at the highest quality and powerful engagement features quickly and efficiently. Our AR map and platform must deliver the features that developers want in a robust and reliable way. We have not met our goals in all these areas. Pokemon Go isn't going anywhere. Okay, I believe that. In the meantime, Pokemon Go will remain a top priority for the company with a long-term goal to keep it healthy and growing as a forever game. Other recently launched games like Pikmin Bloom, Pyridoe, and Monster Hunter Now will continue development, but Hank claims the team has a lot of work to do to maintain retention, revenue, profitability. The company also plans to continue investing in AR maps and platforms for developers to build and monetize their own AR experience while minimizing its own internal projects. Okay. So, I am not surprised by this at all. Really? Why? Nope. Uh, Jay Leo said, I'm still waiting on the Monster Hunter AR game by them. Yes, and that's the hun Monster Hunter now. I'm not surprised because Niantic took the same formula they had for all their games. They put it in Pokemon Go and it blew up because it was Pokemon. But after that, every game that Niantic made was just a cut and paste version mm. of Pokemon. NBA All World, same thing. Only difference is you're collecting basketball players, putting them on a team, and then you have like a side mini game where you could play one on one. There was no innovation happening. And no. to be honest, the only thing that's keeping them around is Pokemon Go. So I'm glad that they, I'm not glad that they had to lay people off because it is their fault that this is happening. But it is their fault that they stopped innovating. So yeah, terrible. I think it's it's important to keep innovate, you know, trying new things and and bringing new things to the table. But it also runs the risk of you losing your the people that like your game the way it is. No, I agree. But when you come out with a copy and paste game that's the same as your last game, and just because it's a different property, you think that's going to bring people to it? That's not innovation. They have plenty of chances to innovate with the other games. Because didn't did they not do the Harry Potter game too? That I don't know. I I could look into it's, that, but yeah, I was about to say there is a Harry Potter type game. They did. Wow, Jay Leo shared. And Man. so Ingress was their original game, and they just took the formula from Ingress and applied it to Pokemon Go. 
Wow. That's a problem. Yeah. But I like the idea it of it, though. I, and that's cool. The idea is cool, but their their idea just matched better with Pokemon. You can't apply that to every game. You just can't. No. But wow. uh, yeah, no, Jay Leo's right. Pokemon is the saving grace. That's why I, did, I see why they're making it a priority. This, to be honest, probably the only thing that was giving them a revenue. Didn't didn't we see them working on a uh Marvel AR game? That's that's them who did it. I think that's the Marvel World Heroes game. That's and getting it got canceled. canceled. Yeah. Might Marvel well World Heroes next. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get to see that far ahead, but <laughs> more importantly, uh it it does feel like um they're not doing the new thing. So it it is unfortunate as you mentioned that people had to get laid off because of, you know, um stagnation. But you know what's also good to not hey, be stagnant. Oh, before you, I just hope. Wait, World Heroes isn't the game where you run it and stuff, and Marvel tells you the stories, right? Hold on, I just uh, gotta confirm because I'm gonna be really upset. I can't remember. Actually, here, let we can see what Marvel World Heroes was supposed to be. It's a very strong possibility. This looks familiar. Oh, I think it's me. Yep. It's funny how we talked about this story before. Oh no, this is a different game. You think this is the one that's not getting canceled? Oh, that's the one that is getting canceled. Oh. You remember the game that the fitness game that Marvel was coming out oh, with? Yeah, where I do remember that. I, I, that's not that game, thank God, because oh. I do I do want that fitness running game. Like it was like the Walking Dead, but yeah, yeah, yeah Marvel it was, characters exactly. And they're telling you stories, and they're like, "Make this laugh." Oh, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. That is cool. Um, I'm interested. How often do you update your password for your your stuff? Do you change it regularly? Do you? Uh, probably once a month because I always forget my password. Okay. Well, fun fact: there's a game trending all over the internet. I know that maybe some of you have heard of it. Uh, the password game is a perfect recreation of an online disaster. Oh, God, this looks terrible. I'm really interested to see you guys play this game. I, I really am excited for so, it. I tried it out and it's hard. You play it? Okay. Indie developer Neil Agarwal, better known as Neil.Fun, makes video games that are very small but also very good. His latest, the password game, is a perfect example. It takes the hell of coming up with the password for an app or site's account and somehow turns it into something as far from hell as possible. It begins like the worst part of an all-account ac creating process, does asking does asking you to create a password only the password you choose doesn't have enough uppercase letters then when it does there aren't enough special characters then it's not long enough then it's too long and all while i never told you any of this in the first place it's just <laughs> it just thought you would know so just let google choose your password then why are you complaining about this blog about a little video game okay sure but then a lot of time Google saves it with the wrong username attached or the weird app URL doesn't match the name of the company slash site. And it's a pain in the ass to find even the saved passwords again. 
And basically what I'm saying is that I used to laugh at my parents for writing down all their internet passwords in a little notebook, but now I can see maybe they had a point all along. Anyway, sorry, this game doesn't have the Google slash saving drama attached, but it does definitely cover the password creation process itself in a much cleaner and more concise detail than this post has turned out to be managing. So if you've got a spare few minutes, it is playable in the browser so you can do even if you're at work. Check it out here. Oh God, I started it. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> let me get the link. I'm going to, let me copy the link for everybody. So you guys can try it too. I ain't going to be in this alone. Yeah, give it a shot. I assure you, it is challenging. Oh, it's gonna show my password. Okay, let's see. What <laughs> monkey must have at least five characters? Must include a number. Buttmon eight six. <laughs> Buttmon. That's the Digimon right there. Oh shoot. <laughs> Nah. Password the di- what special character the, the digits in- <laughs> that's dumb. <laughs> the oh, and I can't do it like that. Up to twenty five. Okay. Now I got stuck. I didn't know how to add up to twenty five. I thought it just meant your password must include a month of the include a month of the year. What? <laughs> it's a stripper name. Oh, like the like the words. July. Pepsi. <laughs> Include one of the sponsors. <laughs> the Roman numerals in your password should multiply to thirty five. What do they what? <laughs> but <laughs> mon- <laughs> Wait, so multiply to 35? So what? Damn. And times no room in no more. So Oh, I can't even put it there. Because I think it messes. For, the, for our listeners, I'm sitting here watching BTG try <laughs> to figure out how to beat the computer's password creation. I don't understand the Ro- Roman numeral thing. So the same way you add it up to 25, you have to do the same thing with uh, multiplying it to 35, but using times no numeral numeral. So I can't do like seven times five? I think you can, but it has to be. You know what? I don't know. This is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I quit. Rule number nine. So, so apparently, this game is surfing or, or trending online, uh, and it's it kind of got big overnight. So I wanted to try it out, and I found it to be highly interesting. Baby map flashes every time a baby is born in that country. Really? Bro, look at China. Look at China. Wow. China just keeps blowing up. Oh, shit. India. So if you want to have kids, India and China is the place to be. All right. This is Nigeria crazy. as well, the top three. No, that's a cool little game. It is. I need neat. to beat it, though. <laughs> Can you beat it? I've never seen anyone beat it yet. 
I wonder how far it goes. <laughs> nice. Oh, you know what else is crazy? What's that? So, what was that game that was coming out? Sandland. Oh my gosh! I so there is a so bad. there is a preview out for Sandland, and apparently, it shines when you're in the tank. So this comes from Destructoid. Preview: Sandland shines when you're in the tank by Eric Van Allen. Uh, Sandland is an odd situation. Uh, announced during the Summer Game Fest 2023 live show, Sandland is an interesting pick for an ILCA developed Bandai Namco published action RPG ad- adaptation. This is from the same creator from Dragon Ball, right? Cool. While, ma- while many in the West are familiar with uh, yeah Akira Toriyama's work, Sandland isn't quite as popular as a Dragon Ball, but that relative disparity is what made Sandland interesting to me. I've seen tons of Dragon Ball, but I don't know much about Sandland. And after playing a little bit of the latter of the Summer Game Fest 2023, I'm curious to see even more of its Mad Max-like arid waste. For those unfamiliar, Sandland is a single-volume manga from Toriyama, set in a world with little water. After years of disasters and war have ravaged the land, a single king of the lords over water supply, uh, the elderly Rao partner, or Rao, yeah, Rao partner, partners with Beezlebub, the prince of the demons, and playable character in Bandai Namco Sandland to find a new water supply. The demo kicked off with a bit of action as I was driving through. Okay, this is an actual whole review. I didn't. This a lot. I I think there's just a trailer. Well, there should be a trailer. Oh no. There's a trailer. There isn't a trailer, is there? There is. Oh okay. This game. Looks oh, this, so this is the game announcement trailer. me or am I not getting sound? I think it's just you. Okay. You probably have your browser audio to go into you something know what? else. Probably muted. You're right. There we go. style for this game just looks crazy it looks so great i love the art style i just said that so (laughs) (laughs) it also makes me want to read the manga Hey, yeah, me too. I mean, it's a one volume manga, like. It's cool. I just, so let me read the end of his. Uh... Okay, so this actually it's not that long. So my demo kicked off with a bit of action as I was di- driving the cruise car and dodging attacks from a sand beast. They were a bit hard to discern, but it was an interesting little introduction to the chaos and danger of the world. What also immediately popped out at me was the art. Akira Toriyama's work is quite recognizable and has been adapted well in the slice I played of Sandland. Character models look great, 
and the designs had a visually distinct look that represented Toriyama's work well, especially the vehicles. After effectively fleeing, we made it to town. I couldn't go in to check the area out, but it did at least seem like a hub of sorts. The producer, who was shepherding me through the demo, directed me towards the next area, and to get there I'd be making use of a special vehicle, the tank. 3-2-1, let's jam. While there was some on-foot fighting towards the end of the demo, that section felt mostly as expected. Beezlebub can beat people up, stun enemies with a charged attack, and unleash various powers from a radial wheel. It's not bad. It's just what I thought I would find in a 3D action RPG. It's solid. But what caught my eye, what I kept thinking about after the demo, was the tank. You get to hop into a tank with your whole crew at one point, battling a giant dinosaur in the process. First off, it's a gorgeous tank. Toriyama's design looks great in-game, and it gave me some vague 3D metal slug vibes. Anytime I get metal slug vibes, that's a good thing. Uh, actually, driving the tank feels mechanical, in a good way. There's rolling forward or backward, as well as turning. It straddles a good line between mobility and the tactile sense of operating a vehicle on threads. Uh, or treads. The weapons themselves are divided into two slots that you swap between for firing. One can reload while the other is operational, too. The whole tank fight section felt very different, and that's why I enjoyed it. I like a good action RPG as much as the next guy, but it was the little breaks from the formula that made Sandland stick out. I'm curious about the promise of pathways and areas to find, as there were breakable walls sprinkled around the demo area. Overall, Sandland feels like it would be a solid action RPG with some interesting twists, and those twists are what will make or break the game for me, in the end. We'll see if Sand and Tank holds up when Sandland arrives. Does it have a release date? I didn't see a date. Oh, I know I at know. Anime Expo they're going to be announcing more about it. So <clears throat> let's see what. Oh, that's the manga. It came out in two thousand. Oh wow! Oh, uh, it's on Steam, August eighteenth. Oh wow! Oh, so it says no. coming soon. I saw something about August eighteenth though. August fourth? Nope. Not sure. Excuse me. Mm. The release date was not announced. Okay, not so yet. we don't we don't have a release date. Okay. Well, it seems like we'll know more soon when Anime Expo comes up. Man. Nice. I'm like really looking forward to that game. But you know what else I'm looking forward to? What's that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> um Bird Box apparently has a spinoff and it's a trailer is out. Unleashes new horror on Barcelona. Oh, Barcelona. Bird Box Barcelona. What? Uh, Okay. I don't know what Bird Box is. So before I read this, what is Bird Box? You, you don't, you didn't see Bird Box? Oh. Oh, snap. Okay, to any of our listeners who has not seen the Netflix horror film Bird Box, um, long story short, there is, if you saw the movie The Happening, or if you're not, let's start with this. Uh, If you look at whatever the creature or entity is, you don't make it, essentially, in the film, right? Oh, Wait, did I see Bird Box? 
I is that the people saw it. so is that like the movie where the year they had to like close their eyes and stuff sandra bullock yes yeah i did see bird box you're right okay i am familiar with that. okay so netflix has released a second official trailer for bird box barcelona teasing the horror and chaos audience can expect from the film netflix dropped the latest trailer on youtube much like the first bird box barcelona teaser this one also opens up with George. Georgina Campbell's character explaining how the monsters take and twist the fears of their victims. The city of Barcelona takes center stage as the trailer focuses on the carnage wrought by an unseen menace that sweeps Spain, causing mass suicides. David Casas' character Sebastian is seen trying to survive and make sense of what is happening around him in a flashback scene as the present holds new terror. People walk around without blindfolds to see the creatures and force others to do so. Oh... Now, I haven't seen the trailer. All right, let's go. Stay close. Who's there? Nos vamos. Correr. These things take our fears and twist them. Like floating glass and stuff. This looks way more trippy than the first bird box. I found her. They've been traveling together, trying to way find more. her mother. <clears throat> what about you? How did you get to us? Lo que estamos viendo no son casos aislados. Thousands of cases in Spain. Cover your eyes and avoid visual contact. Sebastián, está pasando en todas partes. Está pasando aquí. Salgo ya, cariño, salgo, salgo ya. So it seems like every time these monsters, whatever the monster is, comes around, stuff starts to float. I can't remember. Did that happen in the first movie? I don't remember that. I just remember the, <clears throat> the leaves movement. Maybe they're stronger now. You know what? It's some time has passed. They out here trying to make people see the creatures now. It was problematic in the first film. People were already like, you know, being a problem and they weren't even... They're changing with it. The Bird Box of Barcelona, July 14th. Man. So, just for those of you who are into horror. Uh, prepare yourselves. This one looks like it's going to be a roller coaster ride again. It looks like, yeah, because 2018's Bird Box movie has Sandra Bullock's character lead her family to survive. Uh, the spinoff also follows a family attempting to stay alive through the film's events. Uh, there's more spinoffs and sequels set within the Bird Box universe. Bird Box, based on the 2014 novel of the same name, written by Josh Mallerman will spawn a franchise of films, of which Bird Box Barcelona will only be the first. The upcoming movie, written and directed by Alex and David Pastor, will expand upon the world 
created by the 2018 original film. The mostly Spanish language movie is a precursor to other local language films set within the universe. Uh, as executive producers Mallerman and Suzanne Beer for Bear, the first film's director will guide the latest installment. Chris Morgan, Dylan Clark, and Nostromo Pictures are producing the movie. Hmm. Cool. July 14th, 2023. Fun fact, Lily had just brought to my or our attention <clears throat> that The Witcher's Season 3 is out. Oh, shoot. I gotta go, guys. He <laughs> said the podcast done. <laughs> Look, I'm behind on Secret Invasion. Oh, oh yeah. Witcher Season 3 started tonight. Oh, Lord. Wow. Podcast over. See you guys <laughs> in August. Say. <laughs> <laughs> no just kidding oh nice nice so yeah started tonight god dog i was supposed to go to bed tonight crap <laughs> now are they doing the weekly releases or is it gonna be oh all let me once? let me check my netflix for you it looks like all up to episode five is all out oh cool. wow that's that's lily thank you for sharing that who needs work? Just stay up and watch it. <laughs> yeah, who needs the house and money? <clears throat> um, well, <laughs> you know who doesn't need money? Microsoft says Sony's fault for exclusivities. Sony is at fault for it? How so? Oh, yeah. So, Sony's at fault for it. Bro, you don't know how Sony's the reason for exclusives. I've been saying this since we started this podcast. Sony started the whole exclusive thing in the first place. Uh, no. Uh, so here we go. This is more about the FTC trade commission with the Activision Blizzard, uh, news. A lot of stuff actually came out about this, uh, some juicy stuff as well. So, so, uh, as the federal trade commission continues to drag Microsoft, 69 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard under a microscope. The company's CEO wants you to know it's actually Sony's fault that console exclusives exist. Microsoft CEO Satya Satya Nadella gave testimony during the FTC versus Microsoft hearing that's been making headlines since June 22nd. It's been longer than that. As reported by The Verge, he was asked about exclusives and pointed fingers at the PlayStation Maker. If it was up to me, I would love to get rid of the entire exclusives on consoles, but that's not for me to define, especially as a low-share player in the console market, Nadella said. Dominant player there, Sony, has defined market competition using exclusives, so that's the world we all live in. I have no love for that world. Uh, these are some curious remarks. Uh, while console exclusives are nothing new and have been used for decades by every major console maker to lure people into ownership of a particular device, Microsoft in particular has been on a tear in recent years, scooping up developer after developer. Take Arkane Austin, that critically acclaimed studio that was building a PS5 version of its vampire shooter Redfall before the Xbox creator bought them up and turned it into a console exclusive. Similarly, Machine G Games' Indiana Jones game was being developed for multiple platforms before Microsoft pulled the plug on that. Bethesda Game Studios' Elder Scrolls or 6 and Starfield are also Xbox exclusives, now that Microsoft owns the developer. However, it's Call of Duty standing as an exclusive that stands at the center of Sony's objections to the proposed acquisition. Okay, so yes, exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. I need to find this other story. So what else happened with this? I'm just gonna say from what I uh, heard earlier, don't, don't quote me on everything, but apparently 
some emails have leaked out from Sony CEO about this whole deal. And these deals have been brought up into the FTC meeting. And pretty much the emails state him. I don't know who he was talking to, but he was saying this has never been about Call of Duty. He doesn't care if they don't have Call of Duty. It's about them remaining the king. Oh. So <laughs> pretty much he was like, we'll be fine with or without Call of Duty for a long, wow. long time. Which is crazy because their whole argument in the first place was that, hey, if Xbox gets Call of Duty and they decide to make it exclusive, then it's going to diminish our sales and we're not going to be able to compete in the market anymore. So which one is it? Which one is it? You got to choose. So yeah, this has been like a huge thing in this whole uh, Activision Blizzard thing. And I I, do... Go ahead. I truly believe that Sony's head, the the gentleman that you were just referring to, uh, that's his belief. But he... I don't know if he can speak for all of uh, the sony playstation team but to be entirely honest with you yeah i think it is a bit of a problem but if he believes it's not going to hurt the company or it's going to hurt them i can also say that um sony is going to be fine without uh um call of duty activision um blizzard i truly believe so at least for the next five this is from their ceo if your CEO is saying this is not about Call of Duty, it, it's just about us remaining. We're literally just trying to stop this deal because we want to stay the king. That's wow. it. You're literally saying you want to continue your monopoly. You don't want to have competition. That's like why you're trying. That's why you're trying to stop this deal from happening. <laughs> <laughs> like it's crazy. Uh, I actually so- found. Yeah, I found the. Uh, so we gonna act like Nintendo ain't letting Mario, Link, and Samus appear on other? Look, <laughs> this is this is the thing. Nintendo is not against this deal though. They don't care, which is exactly what Sony should be doing. But they wanted to step in and be like, "Nah, this ain't happening." So we can stay the king. And even in the uh, in this whole thing, Microsoft has even admitted like we're the third we're third place out of all of this. Like. Nintendo's over us, Sony's over us. Like, what are they losing by us getting this? And then not even losing anything because we're still keeping Call of Duty on their consoles. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, it's a, kind of a crazy thing. But, uh, yeah, the leaked emails claim Xbox is trying to kill. This one says Xbox is trying to kill PlayStation. This is what there's their argument in the beginning is that if xbox gets this then playstation's dead now they're saying nope it's not even about that we don't even want call of duty so yeah but i do think if this if this acquisition does go through it is going to open up it's going to open up a whole lot more acquisitions because i'm only thinking like okay once if xbox does get this acquisition or this acquisition from activision blizzard who is sony going to buy because now Ooh. it opens the door for them to buy somebody. That's a and, great question. And it ain't like Xbox ain't going to be like, hey, no, if you get this, then they won't be able to do it. So to be honest, I don't know why Sony just doesn't let it happen. So it opened up Pandora's box a little bit here. Pretty much. Pretty much. But 
Only time will tell. Man, so, so when do you think we're going to get the the conclusion of this Activision Blizzard deal with Microsoft? Mm, I don't know, man. I don't know. Shoot. It was supposed to be over in February. It's <laughs> June now. <laughs> June. The end of June. I, I think I think it'll be done, honestly, this time, around this time next year, honestly, because it's going to get caught up in court battles and all that other stuff. And see, Nintendo's smart. They just shut the hell up. They was like, <laughs> exclusives. I, we don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and then all the whole roster's exclusive. <laughs> right, right. And apparently there was like, this is a rumor, don't take take it with a grain of salt, but there's rumors that the next uh, next-gen Sony console is in de- or Sony Nintendo console is in development and it is going to be on par, par with our last gen so PS4 and Xbox One is what they're saying that's a kind of big deal actually yeah I mean it's it is if it's mobile generation. yeah if it's mobile oh so yeah that's and what they're mobile. saying that's what they're saying rumor rumor all right, let's get to the next news story. Uh, this one comes from Destructoid as well, and it's about Among Us. Uh, Among Us animated TV series in the works at CBS on CBS. Crazy. The game's developers will be co-producing the Among Us animated show. CBS Eye Animation Production has partnered with Intersloth, the studio behind Among Us, to create an animated TV series based on everyone's favorite pandemic-era pastime. According to the report by Variety, Among Us will put Owens Dennis of Infinity Train fame in the creator's seat. He'll also serve as co-executive producer alongside Chris Pernowski, Shannon Pernowski, and Antonio Canobio of Interslaw. Uh, The series won't stray from the game's basic premise. Members of your crew have been replaced by an alien shapeshifter intent on causing confusion, sabotaging the ship, and killing everyone, reads the show's official logline. Root out the imposter or fall victim to its murderous designs. Is this an interactive show? How would yeah, I don't know. Do this. Tim Mouse in the studio behind Big Mouth. Oh, Ooh. that that kind of raised my eyebrows a little bit because <laughs> I am a fan of Big Mouth. And more appropriately, Star Trek Lower Decks will be in charge of animation. Oh, wow. Ben Kalina from Titmouse. Titmouse, what kind of that name is crazy? <laughs> will also have a role as co-executive producer. We're yet to hear about networks or streaming platforms interested in the project, but we doubt that'll take long. This is a big property, and the show has the animation guild behind it, not the WGA or Writers Guild. Oh, right. Uh, the Writers Guild strike is still going on. Mm-hmm. Its production likely won't slow down due to the Writers Guild strike anyone who wants to know more about what the among us show might have in store should check out infinity train it's marvelously heartwarming animated show that tells the story of a bunch of great characters until the moment they all die via the scythe of unfair cancellation just kidding though the cancellation did happen and was absolutely unfair none of infinity train stories ended on cliffhangers you should totally totally check it out video game adaptations have finally begun to get things right with arcane and the last of us Here's hoping CBS continues to, the trend with its take on Among Us. 
the fact nice. that the studio for Big Mouth is working on this is really and so, lower decks star trek's in the lower decks i like yeah. that show so you so you said okay so the big mouth animators are part of this and the star trek lower deck star trek lower deck is pretty good too mm-hmm. uh that's the animation how hmm, how do you feel do you think this is gonna have like i mean i don't know i guess it'll be entertaining i mean i'm it's, i'm interested it depends on how they do it honestly yeah, are they going to talk? Are they not going to talk? Right. And Either way. Now, who who's who's the actual uh uh assassin? That that's Right. The... And then it like is this going to be like the same thing every episode mm. or is this going to be like all right, it's going to take a few episodes to figure out who's the killer or is it going to take a whole season? Like how is this going to work? That's a great uh, you're asking great questions. I'll put you <laughs> <laughs> We'll know more soon because it's coming to CBS. Nice, nice. Cool. All right. And the last news story for the day, Independence Day director launches Space Nation cross-media franchise. This one I'm actually kind of excited for because um, I feel like I missed the boat on, what's it called, Eve Online? Yes. Wait, this is a game? Oh wait, Great cross question. cross media franchise. Okay, so Independence Day director Roland Emmerich has teamed up with former World of Warcraft senior project manager Jerome Wu for a new multimedia franchise called Space Nation. Uh, per deadline, Space Space Nation will begin with a massively multiplayer online role playing game. In the MMO, players will assume the roles of ship captains embarking on an epic journey to unravel the mysteries of the Telecos Cluster and immerse themselves in the unfolding grand space opera. The game is set in a universe inhabited by alien species and driven by three main factions with distinct ideologies and goals. The online game's alpha test is scheduled for this August, followed by a commercial launch in mid-2024. Once the online game has launched, it will be followed by a Space Nation television series as well as animated shorts and spin-offs. Uh, Hollywood's increasing interest in video game reflects a wide video games reflects a wider recognition of gaming's popularity and storytelling potential, said Emmerich, co-founder, co-creator, and chief creative officer of Space Nation, in a statement. Uh, the expansive universe we're building in Space Nation is a tremendous opportunity to captivate audiences wherever they consume entertainment with innovation, new forms of storytelling. Okay. Uh, okay, so Space Nation MMO launches August 2023, and this sounds, okay, it's a new franchise, hopefully the MMO is good, because this sounds cool, uh, you got the director of Independence Day Stargate Godzilla, and he's also working with World of Warcraft Senior Project Manager, and they're just gonna do multiple things, this sounds like League of Legends, like they're following the formula of like, all right. If we get the content out there, people will consume it and then they'll want to play the MMO. Next question is, is it free? <laughs> ah, that's the next thing. Because people aren't really paying for MMOs anymore. The last MMO know. people I mean, are paying for is... Who, who was um, the last space MMO, though? Eve, right? No. Starship? Is that even out? Starship Citizen? 
No, that is in permanent alpha beta. <laughs> Charlie, whatever. Eve Online was uh, J. Leo says was the last online multiplayer. And Eve Online is super complicated. Like that is a crazy complicated complicated MMO. Now being the captain of a ship, I if they tone it down, like I don't need Eve. Eve is cool. I get it. There's a fan base out there. I just don't need that much for my MMO. <laughs> It's because I don't even have enough time for that. So if they could tone it down just a bit and it looks cool, I'd play. And there's a TV series. If the TV series is great, yeah, I'm in there. I'm in there like swimming. So let me ask you guys this question. I would like to know from our listeners and viewers, how how do you all feel about paying for an online multiplayer game? I feel like we pay for a lot of subscription-based items, and I want to know, do you feel like if the game is really providing something for you, or if, if you feel as though you have a strong community in the game, are you are you going to continue to, are you going to play to pay to play, or are you going to, you know, just do the trial, see if you like it or not? Well, mm, I mean, for me, I just don't have the time for MMOs. So I don't like oh, yeah. to feel like uh saying I paid this this monthly fee and I didn't play all month. I have to play. I don't like having that feeling anymore. Uh if I am engaged in the game where I am like, dang, like I love this game, then paying for it is not a problem mm. because I'm doing it anyway. You know what I mean? But I just, for me, I just find it hard to want to pay monthly for MMO just because I don't have the time anymore to commit. You know, to commit it, to put it in, the, in investing. You know what's funny? Because you're right, and I feel like we are heavily in this uh, other game. I won't say what game that is, but we are <laughs> putting some time into that, that it's game. It's Diablo. So, so if if we're putting time into a game like that, I, it makes me wonder, you know, when we're waiting for the next, <laughs> the when we're waiting for the next season or next update to come out, what are you playing? Well, and if this game provides the ability to play on your console or PC or whatever, and then allow for you to take uh, simple asset management on the go on your mobile device that allows for you to still be active in the game from your mobile device and when you come home you can reap the benefits from the things done there if a game does it properly i feel like so like when games do like seasons and stuff i feel like that's the in between right that's the middle ground because i can keep playing the game for free or if I feel like I'm going to be invested this season, I will pay for the season. But I don't have to. And I feel like seasons are the perfect middle ground as long as they're done right. And then with Diablo 4, I'm super excited because, you know, seasons are supposed to add new types of mechanics and stuff to the game. And, you know, make things really feel different. And every season you start a new character. Hmm. So I'm... It's kind of like with the ARPG style, like Diablo style, I feel like I can be more invested in it because if I don't, so if I decide to skip this season, 
no biggie because when the next season comes out, I got to start a new character anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So it's like, all right. So it almost feels like you're getting a new game every season. It, you know what? So they're doing it right. At least Diablo is. I'm curious what the other. We'll games see. Are. We'll see we'll when see. the season comes out. <laughs> it, I mean, it's fun right now for sure. <laughs> Where actually when's the next world boss? I need to check real quick. <laughs> Tonight at one o'clock a.m. Eastern time. Hey, hetero. What up, hetero? <laughs> so yeah, I mean that was our last story. Sure enough. Dang. Let me see if any breaking news came out while we were chatting it up. It's funny because there's always something going on in in this space. And and something else I want to point out is I noticed there's a lot more video game and uh um uh comic and anime related you know movies and shows and games coming out. Am I wrong in thinking that, or you notice it too? Uh, that there are a lot more video game related movies and shows. Oh no, yeah. Ever since the success of Last of Us, everything and Sonic. Everybody was like, oh, let's cash in on this cow. <laughs> and speaking of Diablo 4, oh, man. I think my new season is going to be a necromancer for sure. Why? What makes you say that? Oh, I just seen this article. Someone killed a world boss. In 15 seconds? In 15 seconds with a necro. They soloed it. Soloed it? That's crazy. Is that even possible? A it world is. boss solo? Yeah. Well, I don't know what everyone else is doing, uh, but World Boss and Witcher is on my mind. And Secret Invasion. Oh my gosh, how did I forget about Secret Invasion? Uh, I still ain't watched these episodes too, so yes. But yeah, that was our last story. I don't nothing break broke out while we were on. So yeah, I think uh we did a great job. Great show. Uh, I think we did. We always do. Um, Fun fact, y'all. We will be back next week, Monday. However, uh, the following week, no, two weeks, the 17th through the 20th, just as a friendly reminder, we will not be having a podcast, but we will be back next week and the following week. So be prepared. Be prepared. (laughs) I don't know why that. Lion King. All right. So before we close the show out, let's get to uh, games coming out this week. Uh, We did go over this Monday, but I did forget. I don't think I forgot anything, but uh, it looks like the same game. So I'll run through them pretty quick. Destroy All Humans 2, Reprobe, Single Player, PlayStation 4, Xbox, Xbox One, Story of Seasons, A Wonderful Life, P5, Xbox Series XS, Switch, and PC, AEW, Fight Forever, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series XS, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. So this is the AEW wrestling game came out mm-hmm. today. Apparently it has a 6.25. Everybody gave it like a, it's a okay wrestling game. Uh, I guess they were going for the WWF, WWE No Mercy style. Mm. And from what people say, they're like, yeah, no, it, it feels like No Mercy. Like it is that if that's what you're looking for. That's cool. Uh, but yeah, they just, you know, it's nothing innovative as far as like wrestling games, but it's a okay game. Um, uh, Dead Cells comes out on P5 today. That's a great game. Nine, nine out of ten. Uh, Mundon, PlayStation Five ser- Series X and S, seven point seven five. 
Lara Croft collection today. Prime o'clock tomorrow. Everybody went to Switch tomorrow. Ghost Trick Phantom Detective, uh, June 30th tomorrow. Goodbye World, June 30th. And Master Detective Archives Raincoat. Speaking of, are you getting everybody went to Switch? Be prepared. And. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and that is it for the show, guys. Great you show. know, yeah, you know, it's always good hanging out with you. You know, if they want to uh, find some, if they just want to find you, where can they find you at? Great question, BTG. You can find me, Yanonick, over at NK underscore Yanonick over at twitter.com. And I will be making a return. Honest, honest uh, truth coming. I will be making a return in the month of July to streaming. Be prepared, y'all. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, BTG, where can we find you? You can find me right here on twitch.tv slash team nightkids or on Twitter, NK underscore BTG plays and then Instagram, black and saga plays. Yeah, that's where you can find me at. And with that, we will see you guys Monday. <laughs> and remember, this has been Night Kids After Dark Podcast, where gamers discuss gamer things every Monday and Thursday, live 8.30 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash team night kids. Lily said you're lying. <laughs> he'll, he'll, probably, he'll probably stream the week I'm gone, so look out for that. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> All right, you guys. See y'all later. Later.